0: Hi folks, this is Alan Watt, and today it is the 24th of January 2007.
1: Machine, just get what you want to if you want, as you can get anything. I know we've come a long way, we're changing day to day. But tell me, where did the children play? But they just go on and on, and it seems that you can't get off. I know we've come a long way, we're changing day to day. But tell me, where do the children play?
0: Last night, I listened to the scriptwriter speech here, uh, given by the President of the U.S. And, and I really still stick to my opinion that we should just basically applaud the scriptwriters because any actor, and even a ham actor, can be coached to read the script. And what was funny was right after the script was read and we had the perfunctory hurrahs and clapping the hands of light right and left, the two wings clapping together. The commentator on the station from Chicago mentioned that he'd been involved in the writing of seven scripts for presidents so these are the guys who should really get all the I don't know what they give them they should have a special sort of Emmy or Grammy or Oscar for the script writers and let's see them all let's see who they are let's uh, find out all about them after all if they write in the scripts it's more important to find out what's in their heads and what their past happens to be uh, who trained them uh, what their system beliefs all are because they're writing the scripts that uh, are being blurbed to us by the actors on the stage mind you it's good to have a, a, a believable actor uh, Reagan wasn't too bad he'd been a lifelong actor except when he wandered from his script and then Nancy would, you'd hear her in the background coaching him and saying, Ronnie, Ronnie, get, read the script. Because he, he wandered and like to tell a little joke here and there. But this present one, being the present president, Dent, if you look into the word, is interesting, really rehashed the previous couple of speeches on the State of the Union much of it was verbatim in fact so the script writers had a fairly easy time all they had to do was make a few innuendos about Iran add that into it uh, give out the usual promises for the public at the bottom regarding health care and so on and business goes on as usual Now someone asked me in an email who I thought would be the next president Well, really, <laughs> surely by now you know I'm way beyond all of that nonsense The front players are nothing but players, it doesn't matter who they are The scripts are already written for them What happens while they're in is all written for them, it's an agenda It doesn't matter if it's left wing, right wing or someone standing on their head in the middle the script has been written and they're chosen, as Carl Quigley said in his own book they're chosen secretly by the establishment at the top and there is an establishment a para-governmental organisation within every country at least in Britain we've always kind of known that people after a few drinks in the pubs forget it and start arguing about politics and then they kick themselves the next day for falling into it again because they know there's an establishment the old school as they call it and the United States is no different the family lineages that run Britain run, run the US they're all related they're dynasties dynasties sometimes you can you have to do a lot of homework to dig into them because their names sometimes change um, through marriage but if you follow the lineages and, and the male and the female is very very important so you'll find they all tie together and they go back to the Puritans when they came in with the Mayflower hence the hoopla about the mayflower the flower of May May Day highly occultic the establishment has never let go they created the United States of America for a purpose which they wrote about so rather than speculate about it why don't you read the writings of Franklin and Jefferson and others and then the later ones who came along who are up there in the, the political realm? Who talk about talked about manifest destiny, manifest destiny? They had a job to do, and this is well understood by those in the know. They say there's nothing new under the sun, and there truly isn't. We're watching the same game go on, the same dry speeches with promises, promises, promises and it's business as usual for those in the governmental business and the multitude of attachments, the tentacles, all related to government. The biggest jackpot on the planet is the taxpayers' Honey pot. And the big bears get up there to get into the honeypot. That's where the money is. Unlimited credit. Unlimited. With a promise for generations to come to pay it off. That's quite the collateral to put up. Jefferson said it himself, read his writings. A generation born into a system where they've been put down to pay off a previous generation's debt are in fact slaves. Because you can walk from here to there generally unmolested or drive from here to there as long as you pay all the proper fees and licenses etc. You think you're free there's nothing in this system that is free Nothing. the taxpayer funds it all even the free flu shots everything was a con game and the only reason it works is because everyone must be conned they're terribly unhappy about the occasional one here or there who can see and see through it all like the sixth sense the movie which I thought was quite good lots of allegories there too so someone who sees and can hold on to memory and convey what they see is a danger the mob, the masses are not a danger They've always been understood. It's easy to understand the mass mentality. Most of their opinions are given to them. They're given champions. They pick which champion they like better of the two. And they stick with that generally for the rest of their life. It's the occasional one who sees through it all that can cause the problem down the road hence all the psychological testing ongoing all through schooling the monitoring all the data that's kept on every individual and they try and grab the young ones now who ask questions mainly the males and they put them on drugs and call them hyper or a nuisance even and the diagnosis is left to the teachers what a system indeed when the parents do not know what is real, what is false, when they have not questioned the reality that's been presented to them the children generally will never figure it out for themselves that everything they take for granted in the system isn't necessarily normal normal is whatever the elite decide it will be school and what is taught will vary upon the era as to what is normal and what isn't in any particular direction everything has an agenda everything ties together to this one agenda and control of the mind is the number one numero uno from cartoons To emulating parents and the parents' beliefs, to the community they live in, to the creed they belong to, or choose to belong to, to what's indoctrinated into them. In the ongoing process, the propaganda from all media and movies and novels all of that is connected to create the culture in which they live and they will live through the changes thinking it's all normal too without ever asking in what other direction could we possibly go it should be no surprise to anyone who studied history that those who are aggressive the Darwinian theory of survival of the fittest and the shrewdest it should be no surprise that it's always been this way since money took over money and those things which we want via money will conquer all the the general fears which money creates which is a destruction of everything around it so that a few might live at the top of the mountain well, the rest of the people are the mountain there's nothing new under the sun and we should not be fooled by clever speeches that teams put together each interjecting their own little special part their area of expertise so that one man can read it all and be applauded for reading. At the beginning of this openly declared war, after 9-11, the President of the U.S. declared war on every one on the planet when he said, But if you're not with us, you're against us. That meant your opinion, everything. That was for everyone. It was a generalized statement. wasn't directed over in the Middle East. It was to everyone. Because we're going in to the next phase. We're in it, in fact. Of the big crackdown. Where we must be taught, like nasty little bad children, how to behave, what to think, what to say and be good pirates and have your stamp of approval in order to survive within this system hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil hmm? the motto of the Grand Lodge watch, look silence And like little children, the fastest way from these people who won't let you spank a child is to simply beat it into the, the adults. It's all right to beat it into adults. And we shall see that happening. They've created for the last 25 years or so or more, through video games, and the desensitization process of the horror that's been committed elsewhere always they've created the generation to wield the truncheons to use all the high technology against the people and everything was prepared that way if they had to have uh, the same kind of society that they had in the 50s and 60s if they had to hold on to that culture because they gave you that culture too then you'd still be watching Leave it to Beaver and Andy of Mayberry but no time goes on the agenda must be fulfilled, Uh, the business plans don't stop for any nuisance value and so the big stick is coming out and we see the laws passed all the time, actually they've been passed long ago Uh, the open declaration of laws is just the the grand finale of implementation Uh, all the units, all the agencies were created long ago trained and were all ready to go into operation. in fact most of them were already operating long before 9-11 when the United States has fulfilled its purpose in the Middle East they will already have been pulling the rug from under your feet back home to merge in to the United Americas. In fact it's already happening people are running faster and harder trying to keep up with the standard of living that's projected to them through advertising and magazines they're having two or three jobs on the go simultaneously their marriages are falling apart if they have one or a few they don't know how to relate to each other they're living in desperation they put on the face because they think it must be it must be me who is failing everyone else seems happy they don't realize everyone else puts on the act they're all ashamed to admit they're, they're in the same boat they're worried very worried and I watched all this being used in, in, in the UK that had a, a perpetual depression from World War II right down through into the 70s and 80s as it deindustrialized. No one wanted to talk about the truth, even though the unemployed were all around them and the fallout from the unemployment and inflation the rigged, the rigged society. The old priesthoods that specialized in their part of the agenda the solar, the lunar and the stellar cults never disappeared. Never disappeared at all. And money from its its inception has a lot of little terms they put in there for those who have an eye to see and ear to hear such as the bull market you know the Taurus market and the bear market the great bear why do you think that's there? why do you think they call it a market as a zodiac with all its animals goes round in the sky and booties chases the herd, that he drives before him. It's all conology, and that's what reality is composed of by very wise people. People really believe that it's good to invest. Governments that gamble, supposedly, supposedly, they tell us all your pensions into this big casino called the stock market. At the same time, they'll tell the average individual that you might lose everything. We're, we're taught that this is the normal thing to do. And the teachers' pensions and everybody else uh, who's got a pension in a big union gets it tossed into this fund and they all expect to make money from it profit from nothing profit from work that someone else must produce someday in the future anyhow by any means and we wonder why things come back to hit us between the eyes it's a con complete con game George Soros the front man for Rothschilds and others a few years ago and this is from the British newspapers he had a half a page explaining afterwards in his boast of how he phoned up two of his friends they manipulated the stock market and pulled the plug and put Britain into a crisis state and made millions and millions of pounds off the British market where the animals are and he could boast about it because there are no laws against it the way it was done it's been done over and over actually down through the 20th century, the 19th century and before you go back to the French Sea Bubble you go back to even James, King James who had a massive scam going when he brought all the people over to colonize a place at the mouth of the Amazon River in fact And people put all their pensions into all their savings, all the stuff into it, and believing like they do, they'd be returned a thousandfold for every florin they put in. And the people lost everything. Everything. It's the oldest trick in the book with money. it it relies on understanding of human nature and the greed factor, where people think they're going to get something for nothing so Soros wrote about this and boasted and sure enough the British taxpayer had to go to the international moneylenders, the few families that control the planet and borrow, and borrow, and borrow to get the, the pound floating again, so that they could uh, sell off bonds and uh, of debt all over again. And these laws, the laws that allow all this to happen, have never been changed. Not long before Sorrows, and not up to the present either, because the big boys run the system it's their system they want those loopholes there so they can pull it anytime they want over and over money is a belief system it doesn't work unless you believe in it that's why it's on the dollar bill in God we trust well what are they talking about is it Moloch the god of money Or Mammon. It's such amazing to me that this can be pulled over and over again in every country. No one is immune to it. It's a handful of people on the phone, plan it all, pull it off and no one comes after them because it's allowed and I have no doubt whatsoever that Mr Soros was given permission in fact orders to do this because he wouldn't have dared act on his own that's why they can go through the world untouched by anyone they have been given permission the big boys the big boys wouldn't let anything happen to them unless they did it themselves the world is just one huge extortion racket we're under the guise of humanity and helping others and we care And so on and so on and so on. You are plundered. All down through your life. Till you die. And then someone else has to pay off the death death duties. Everything is just like Sumer. Just an ancient Sumer when the priest wrote on tablets. He looked from horizon to horizon and saw nothing but government buildings. He said the fishermen are taxed when they come in with fish. The merchants are taxed when they come in with produce. They were taxed when they bought things at the market. And when the relatives put offerings on the graves, now they weren't dumb, they knew the people couldn't eat it once they were dead. It's a hum- a human thing, an emotional thing, that comforts the living but even the offerings were plundered by tax collectors for death duties in Sumer all that time ago the aggressive ones and the cunning ones could never have done this without money being introduced and accepted by people, albeit it was forced on most peoples they need the cooperation of the general public you must believe in the con if you understand the confidence trick or the trickster they will set out the trap, the bait for the victim to fall for the victim then will be led thinking it's his decisions on where he's going right through the whole con until it's over it's done and he's left wondering how he lost everything that's how confidence tricksters work their victims and it's still the same today we've been told for thousands of years you know them by their works the reason that was always said in all the ancient cultures was it doesn't matter what they say it's what they do and we have a hard time we humans understanding that simple trick we expect people to blush or blink or have nervous twitches when they lie and are found out. but you don't realize that the psychopaths at the top, the ones who have clawed their way up there, and even the new ones who are constantly coming in and working there not working they, they do stab their way up there, and they assassinate through character assassination and through their devious ways to get to the top they've proven their worth to be in amongst the sharks you know what they do, you see what they do, forget what they say Arnold Toynbee the professor, one time professor in Oxford University in England who taught scholars for world government who sent them all all over the world back into other governments and bureaucracies back in the 1930s in a speech he gave in Scandinavia said we always deny with our mouths that which we do with our hands that's how simple it is they try peace peace but there's no peace within them they slaughter in the name of peace they always have by peace they will destroy many And we wonder Why there's no peace in the world Yet once again Without our cooperation Without our consent Our silent consent They couldn't do any of this They couldn't get The young bucks You know the silly little ones That like bits of tin To wear on their chest And little coloured ribbons which even the lowest ones don't understand it's all masonic colour coding and like the the, the black shiny metals, they can mow people down they can always count on getting the job done by the people themselves they never benefit from it they don't share in the plunder and while they're doing that the future of those same troops is decided and any offspring they'll have is decided too because those at the top of the world society the top of the world tree the Yggdrasil of the Nordic fame those at the top do not see the peasant of America the peasant of Europe and the peasant of China or Africa any differently And that's their big joke One big brotherhood at the top You watch them doing all their little masonic flashes and handshakes Each time leaders meet Of all factions, all sides And they parade it in front of you And the strife goes on and the problem with those who think and understand this is to be left alone by the rest of the people who've fallen for it all because people like you to conform the mass minded person does not like difference they like people to conform to what they do and how they look and what they say, how they dress and it's all very, very silly really when you look and understand how culture which is plastic is shaped and reshaped and how the general population go along with it now the parents are always stunned at why their children have completely different opinions than the ones they were taught to have and it never occurs to them how it happens and it's all deliberate there's nothing the children are taught that doesn't come from the agenda that isn't debated in meticulous detail by professionals in behaviorism mass psychology there's nothing that isn't thought thought right through here nothing at all one little piece that was of interest in the, the speech last night by the president was how easily it was slipped in The the same double-think, double-speak method of leaving people with a particular impression that he was going to do something about the borders to protect the people. And yet what he's doing is exactly the opposite. It's the NAFTA deal. It's the amalgamation of the Americas. Because he said rather than try to round all these people up it's easier to give them all work permits temporary, well the the temporary ones will be renewable you see it's actually going to escalate the transition of populations from one place to the next and this is all by design, it's not George Bush who planned this everything that's going to plan. And we're in for big, big changes as the cultures clash, as they were intended to. And as I've mentioned before, Jax Attali, who's now at the United Nations, and who was the Kissinger for France and the European Union, in his book, Millennium, talked about the consequences and the chaos that a generation or two or three or four generations will go through as huge movements, massive movements of peoples from Latin America come up into the United States. or as Mr. Rockefeller says, well you can't make the omelette without breaking the eggs and that's how likely they talk about the changes which they claim they must make. The big business plan for planet Earth. One reason why this works so effectively and the people don't catch on is that every generation grows up with all their distractions at school and out of school their hormones kick in, that's necessary to be distracted their leisure time is completely taken up for them because they don't have to think or do for themselves all entertainment is produced for them by professionals once again which are the culture creators once they're released from school it's time to enter the workforce, that's what they've been trained for to be good producers and consumers then it's a rush a rush through life, uh, through their marriages, their divorces and all the other problems they will face in a dysfunctional system we were trying to emulate a previous age by doing the traditional things and it's not working but they rush right through their whole lives and in the quiet moments that they could have had they turn on television sets and things to distract them so that their heads are full once again of other people's programming That's a form of natural valium for them, to be hypnotized, to switch off in this unnatural system. But this un- unnatural phase is not meant to last forever. They've told us where they are taken society. If you read some of their own books, you'll find they're right into eugenics it's no different than farmers looking at a dairy herd and saying how can we get more production out of these cattle well we know what they do with the cattle apart from shoving them full of growth hormones and injecting all kinds of hormones into them to make them produce more but they also interbred them to make them rather docile that's what domesticated means with us it's done in a different fashion at one time, we, we had awareness that the corners that medicine etc. was there to help us, so they could stick all this stuff into us with our consent. Lower IQ points a, a few, a few uh, points down the, the ladder. Then give us modified food. That was a beauty, in itself. Water, food, shelter, and clothing essential for life and they go for your water supply and put aluminum oxide waste into it called fluoride market the idea of how good it is for you even though Nazi Germany uh, was putting in the water supplies of the countries they conquered to make people more passive and this is always understood with fluoride which is a poison and it doesn't make, take too much to hit the, the toxic level. And yet here's in your water supply, it's in your toothpaste. And you're building up toxic doses. Then they inject you with all kinds of things. Even though you've got guys like Arthur Koestler talking about doing that very thing to lobotomize parts of the brain via injections. Then they go for your food where they splice hundreds of various kinds of genes into your cabbages and so on they won't tell you what it is or what they were looking for when they spliced all these things into it we just take it on trust and faith Your, your food supply of all things and we take it on faith that they know what they're doing and they're somehow there to help us even though food has been used for thousands of years as a weapon on the public ask any dominant minority that's taken over countries they always go for the food supply in the old days they used to restrict the types of food you could eat, especially the proteins keep you just fit enough to do the work necessary but too tired to walk off the old plantation and here they are doing it again and they call it science when science, when they created this thing called science that took over from religion, they knew what they were doing. It works so well we don't question it because, just like the, the old priests, you couldn't question them on points of doctrine. It was, it was just the law. It was God's laws, you see. Now it's the same thing. We're too stupid to understand these specialized areas of science. So we, we take it all in faith, and here they are going for your food supply. The IQ worldwide is dropping wherever the big, the big genetically modified food guys have gone. And we have new IQ normals now, even though it's the same test, it's down a few points. And because we rush through life, you see, every generation you can con the upcoming professionals themselves. So easily because they believe what they're taught. And when I saw a doctor on TV, a young one, talking about cancer, well she'd been taught, you see, that it's normal that that one out of two people will have cancer and die. The previous generation, it was about one in four. And the previous one to that, it was about one in fifty. Before that, it was sometimes one in thousands, depending on the type of cancer. But the new doctor was taught, no, everybody's going to pretty well get it, and that's normal and that's how you train people intergenerationally who will never question it, especially the professionals, they they can't imagine they've been lied to or there's any motive here in hiding a truth from them Last night on the public broadcasting station I tuned in for 10 minutes while some professors debated some ethic points on academia and freedom of speech within academia and it it astounded me the laws that they had already for themselves compared to the laws they have for the general public they touched on hate speech and other topics of morality and so on and how they'd have to defend it for for those within academia to debate all the, 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 the fine points of society uh, with no fear of being prosecuted and as long as they didn't bring their own personal opinions into the debate it's kind of like, like politicians when they go into politics and they, uh, they've been a CEO of different companies and they've got shares in them all and they tell us, well, yes, but while I'm in politics I have no contact whatsoever with my financial experts and those who deal with all that for me well it's the same with these, these guys in academia they're so high up there in the ivory tower that they can leave their personal opinions out of things and discuss anything and that's ok and safe and legitimate but if Joe Blowdown down the bottom asks the same questions you can be shoved in the slammer asking a question is normal Children do it, well, at least they used to do it. They'd ask questions about everything. That's a survival mechanism. Asking questions as to why this and why that. But now it's taboo. It's all law, 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 you see. And don't, don't, don't you, Joe Blow, think this or question this or ask the whys. Leave that to the professionals in the ivory towers. Who can handle these kind of things mentally? You can't handle it mentally. You're just too stupid and thick. Uh, very arrogant. This, this is how it was put over in this program. And when you, and I've been amongst professionals. And I know how they talk and that's how they are. They're very, very arrogant and they, they truly, truly believe that they're the, the height of the IQ level with all the rights to do as they wish and say what they wish but they they look down on Joe Public who's just, you know, the profane same thing as masonry most of them are masons anyway the profane you know, the lowly cattle down there with the bells around their necks following their leaders, the masses that's what they talk about that's how they talk in fact we live in a, a completely different system than the one that's projected to us via the media reality is vastly vastly, in fact, it's completely different nothing is as it seems anything can be made normal and accepted as such through repetition a little bit of threatening on behalf of authorities and through uh, indoctrination at school or through movies the only thing that you haven't seen in a movie so far and I was surprised not to see it was a bunch of guys beating up a lion and and making us feel really bad when they're pushing all the, the wildlife stuff and the animals' rights, which I do believe in. Animals have rights, absolutely. I don't believe in. But the thing is, the ones who are pushing the stuff are the ones who dissect the animals. The scientists. And it's nothing to do with animal rights. It's to get laws on the books to devalue human life and put you down even lower than some insects. That's what the Earth Charter was all about. Maurice Strong's the front man of the Rockefeller Group, little game. Strong told a person present at that charter meeting, when the person asked, "Well, what about human rights? We've heard about animals and wildlife and and nature and trees and so on." And he says, "Trees. He you 'You'll wish you'll wish you had the rights of a tree.' Huh? That's the real world." and I guess that's true you put on a uniform and go over to the Middle East you get chopped down and that's okay you chop a tree down and pull this you see is a form of managed insanity and double think and double speak always with ulterior motives behind all the movements And all the laws, all working in the same direction. And it's not by chance. It's not some sort of strange fad we're going through, as even some of the lower masons at 33 degrees I've talked to believe. This is managed. When the the ancients in Greece could talk about it thousands of years ago, our culture is created from the top and pushed on the people it has never changed never changed the reason they always keep the same families in control is because they don't allow it to change they understand that any change from the grassroots that wasn't authorized could have serious ripple consequences they might lose control Another little gem snuck in in last night's speech, before I forget this. And they should really award this scriptwriter that put that bit in there. It was done slickly, between other things. When he was talking about giving work permits to all comers, basically, from across the borders, I don't know if that meant Canada too. probably does, actually, because we're all amalgamating. He mentioned coupled with high technology. So this will be the active ID chip in the card, no doubt, to start with. And as we get flooded and every, all countries are on the move, there'll be chaos and out will come, well, the actual embedded chip within the human body. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to see where it's going and how they've laid this out. There are people in the world, all across this world, who are similar to myself, who saw all of this growing up. They understood it. So similar, in fact, in so many ways. We're like a separate creed altogether. Because I've never treated people as a group. In any country. Even the one I was born in. I will take a person on as an individual. I don't care who they are. Or what color they are. Or what language they speak. Most people will represent the culture they were given but it's the occasional individual you'll meet with in all cultures that you can really communicate with and you feel as if you've known them all your life because they're so similar. They've broken through all of the traps all of the indoctrinations that were set before them it's a pity there's not a place on the planet for us all to go and leave the rest to go round and round in the whirlpool and I I did have a dream years ago about that and I thought of all the peoples that, that fight each other really it was like people caught in death grips with, a, with their hands strangling someone else and they're all going round and round in this whirlpool and getting sucked down totally oblivious to the fact they're even being sucked down and there's the bunch at the bottom of the whirlpool just turning the handle and keeping it spinning the occasional individual throughout history that has not belonged to this ruling clique the system, this brotherhood with all its esoteric control and its monetary control the occasional individual has waylaid their plans upset them a little bit delayed them for sure here and there and definitely caused them to go into overdrive trying to Combat Truth that's put out there. Truth is something when it's said in the proper way is self evident. You don't have to bring all the the mushy phrases in like they do with the speechwriters for presidents to understand it. Truth is self evident you don't have to appeal to emotions to double speak the people along the wrong path and all down through the ages there's been the occasional person here or there that's spoken out said the right things and created a panic amongst the elite who first try to buy them off usually and when they can't do that they kill them through a myriad of ways and the public forget very quickly everyone is forgotten quickly if they're not kept up there in the mainstream and none of us are immune from that however your words can stick with occasional person who then carries it on that's always been the way we've all been very young those who think they're radical join authorized groups to be radical and it's the individual that matters the young individual in all eras who sees beyond that sees beyond the groups and the the opposites and goes a different direction that changes things and we have to do it now because this is the last sentient generation that will have the ability to steer off somewhere else until and if nothing else you give society a chance to maybe for the first time decide for themselves albeit it would take a long time and albeit too they'll probably take the wrong decision but at least they would have a chance to do so the parents now have very little contact with their offspring so we are the last Sentient generation. All the best from me, Alan it cutting through the matrix. com, and Hamish the dog, who had a great run in the snow today. May your God go with you. Good night.
1: What will you leave us this time? You're only dancing on this earth for a short while, and though your dreams may toss and turn you now, they will vanish away like your dad's best jeans, denim blue, fading up to the sky. And though you want them to last forever, you know we never will. You know. Make the goodbye honest. Oh, very young What will you leave us this time There'll never be a better chance To change your mind And if you want This world to see better day Will you carry the words Of love with you Will you write Weighed by burden together, and though you want to last forever, you know you never will. You know you never will. And a goodbye makes the journey harder still.